Let's get to our next guest, uh, Steve Ralton uh, from the Stewards Panel. And he's got uh, some information for Newcastle today for our listeners. Good morning to you, Steve. Morning, Luke. What have you got for us? Um, I've identified a few horses that had tough runs last start. Um, race two, number two, toes on the nose. Um, it uh, was caught very wide, four wide throughout, and um, did a good job to run six at its last start. Um, similarly, race seven, number one, Kintyre. Um, with blinkers back on uh, in the champ, spring champion stakes, over-raced in the early stages. Dylan Gibbons told us he, he couldn't uh, maintain cover, shifted out off heels and then over-raced badly and was no surprise to see him give ground in the straight and quite notably the blinkers have been taken off that horse today. And um, in race eight, uh, number three, King of Sparta, uh, in the Sydney stakes from gate 15, um, finished midfield but uh, had a very tough run five wide throughout so that would be uh, quite notable as well and then just one final one in uh, race nine number 11 tabby time you've mentioned him this morning but it was completely luckless uh, when resuming on the kenzo last start uh, crowded at the start struck heels where both horse and rider became unbalanced and then uh, had no uh, clear running in the straight so it was a complete uh, forget run Terrific, Steve. Have a great day. Thanks, Luke. There's Steve Ralton uh, joining us there. Uh, a few notes from stewards in regards to Newcastle today. About to get into our uh, full preview, Ron Duffy rejoins me live on set here at Newcastle. Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley will both be along as well. Uh, Duff, as I say good morning to you, mate. Um, the scratchings, uh, has that impacted your thoughts on any races um, as we've finalised these fields now? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, there's a few... I've left out of my tips that I'd probably respect a little bit more would be obviously Cosmic um, the uh, cosmic Field in yep. race two. And I, I think I might have to put a quitted in the quaddy after listening to Chris this morning. I was thinking, I'll oh, start off race. He's a wet tracker. That's but, what I thought, but yeah. Yeah, he just, I could just feel that he, he wanted to say it's got a good chance, but... He was just sitting on the fence a little bit. Mm, absolutely, yeah, and no, I understand that. Um, so he goes in, does he? He goes into the quaddy. goes into the quaddy. Uh, Brad Gray joins us as well for a preview of Newcastle today. How are you, Bradley? Good, thank you, guys. I was going to come up. Uh, I said I'd stay overnight if I get the penthouse, but they said it's all booked. Sorry, Brad. El Marlowe has a reoccurring <laughs> booking, so unfortunately I can't be with you on course. But I'm keen to, to get through this form. And what you could have come up? It's got eight bedrooms. I've got seven sitting there. You know, like there's no one in them. Exactly right, you what, Brad. <laughs> I've heard there's a few suspects that have, have stayed in that room before and, you know, they've got a few stories to tell, so I thought I'd just brush it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, mate, I'll be in the penthouse if Marzu sails home today. I've been just doubling him up into a few things for a little while for this race, so he's running for something today, buddy. I tell you what, they haven't missed him. That was the finger slip this morning. $2.30 I saw for him a moment ago. What? $2.50 $2. now, so... <laughs> yeah, Tarby time, $2.40. Uh-huh. Market Magic, $2.00, so... The fingers slipped on a few of these favourites. Maybe Hurls is just manipulating the market to give himself something to talk about in the first five minutes of the show. Oh, dear. he wouldn't do that to himself. He gets very upset with these moves. <laughs> uh, 2.30, that's an overreaction, a big overreaction. Mm. Um, there's no way he'll start that short. Even 2.50 seems a bit tight, Duff. Yeah, I know that's too short. Mm. He's, he's got a three in front of him at least. You'd think so. Andrew Hurley, uh, Edward Scissorhands ha- scissors in the office this morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, you know, it is, is what it is. But, yeah, I, as Duff said, you're not going to uh, 
you're not going to be uh, getting less than three dollars. I wouldn't think that. Um, yeah, three ten into two fifty this morning uh, for Cinewan. Obviously, a few scratchings, but um, it is what it is for the moment. That was the nightlife last night, boys. It's been good, mate. It's been yeah. a good few days. I just put the tab on Duff's room. Uh, thanks yeah. for covering yeah. that, Duff. No, we'll, um, we'll have the, in- the inquiry later. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good week up here, though, Hurls. Um, town's excited. Everyone's uh, pumped for a, a big day of racing here today. Yeah, it's great. And, and, and Wollongong will be the same next week for the gong. So, um, yeah, I think it's fantastic. You know, spring rolls on up into these other areas. Absolutely, it does. Um, and they're not just putting them on. They're, they're good fields have been attracted as well. So, yeah, all good. All right, uh, let's uh, get into it, boys. Uh, race number one due at 12.35 local time. It's the Max Lee's Classic over 900 metres. Talk us through the market race one, Hills. Yeah, Body Venus comes out five by six, the deduction. We've got Graham at a $4 quote. Opened up with that quote this morning. Got the 4.40s back to $4.00. 240 into 220 market magic. Uh, F. Maristo is a 650 chance, 550 Erno's cube. It's been easy because went up 350 on Wednesday. $23 for gimme gimme. Nathan Fedora is a dollar chance, 51 shout about it, and triple yes at 13. So uh, the best back runner there is market magic, 240 into 220 this morning. Yeah, and he'll be part of the speed battle, as you'd expect. 900 meters, there will be no loafing here in the early stages. Shout about it, it's got some speed. Erno's cube won't be too far away. And I like the tie that Efforisto showed in her most recent trial, so she won't be wasting it. Barrier, uh, barrier two. And Graham uh, was the second favourite. You think, Dove, he's the one that just lets it all unfold and gets last look? I'd say so. Um, yeah, interesting race. I, look, it's they've all got a bit of talent this lot, I can tell you that much. Um, and two dollars twenty might be short enough in a, a race which has got some really, really nice, nice two-year-olds. But it's hard not to be impressed with Market Magic's only trial. He just went like a rocket uh, the last little bit. He looks one of these early two-year-olds from the uh, Waterhouse Bot Stable that um, is here to um, to really perform. Uh, the stablemates are interesting here. Um, that's significant this morning. Everyone was sort of thinking, oh, this Efforisto might be the P here. Zach Lloyd, he's ridden them both in trials. But the marketplace is uh, very hot on Graham here into $4 now. And I'll, I, I, I just think he's a quality colt who's going to be charging home late. He's just coasted in his two trials. Hard to say what he's got when you... Um, when they let him go, but he looks to have something. Efforisto's more the push-button type from an inside drawer who's going to be right up there on the speed and give a good kick, and we've all spoken about her pedigree. And best of the rest is Erno's Cube, who's trialled better than uh, her first run in the gym crack, and uh, they've, they can, they've persevered with her, which is a good sign. I'm 2-1-4-5 in an, I think, intriguing race that's going to turn out a, a good form line. Yeah, I'd suggest so as well. I've got exactly the same numbers here. Two, one, four, and five. So two market magic. The only knock at the moment is the price, isn't it? So two dollars fifty was bet this morning. You thought, here we go. We might get two sixty, two seventy. Come jump, and we can push the button. However, now back to to two dollars twenty. So fascinating to see what the market does with him in particular that last five ten minutes. But I think he has to be the starting point in the race. Gay Wardhouse, Adrian Bott, uh, a horse that showed so much. And he's one trial, and he did it at both ends, so, yeah, he's hard to beat. One, Graham, he will get last look here. Uh, he's got a nice pedigree uh, in his own right, and he had a lovely, a lovely galloping action uh, in his trials. So he'll just camp out the back and, 
and potentially just scoot home over the top. He looks a, a nice style of horse. Eferisto, the stablemate, nothing wrong with her most recent trial. She's had the two as well, and I love the improvement she showed from her first to the second. Duff touched on her pedigree after Valana and Sabatiano, a uh, real hunter theme there. And five, Erno's Cube. Now, she's the one with the benefit of race experience. That shouldn't be underestimated here. I don't know what happened to her in the gym crack. Uh, she underperformed, but if the stable were happy to keep her in work, back to the trial since, and she certainly showed there that she hasn't gone backwards. A nice little trial just poking uh, through the line late. So 2, 1, 4, and 5, but it is a fascinating little start to proceedings. Mm, absolutely it is. Uh, looking forward to calling this meeting today. Uh, my thoughts on race 1, I went 2, 4, 1, and 5. Um, are you on the gram, Duff? Uh, you, you've got a Got a page? On uh, no, no. Twitter X or whatever they call it just does me out. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't be Instagramming and Facebooking and all this sort of stuff. Well, what do we call it now? Because it's you know it's called X. Do we um, still call it tweeting when you send a tweet? They didn't think that through, well, did they? Is it no, Xing? It's, tw it's still tweet. <laughs> I, I don't like change. It's tweeting, but uh, I don't think the boss of the tw the X likes you calling it tweeting. He might block you. That's right. Oh, I don't want to be blocked. Uh, I don't want to be blocked. Brad Gray, uh, been active on the gram recently? You, no. Maybe you got a photo of yourself in a turtleneck to put <laughs> up or something? <laughs> no, maybe that was where I went wrong. I haven't got enough followers. Maybe that's why. I brushed it about 2019, yeah, exactly. I think, was my last post. So it lies dormant at the moment, the old gram account. Oh, make a comeback, buddy. It's summertime, uh, maybe down the, the beach or something. The sun's out going Yeah, he'll be, he'll be back. Let's kick on to race two, and uh, it is, as I bring up the uh, race here, the Caraca 2024 Midway, benchmark 72, and uh, this race, Andrew Hurley, is over the 1,600 metres. Talk us through the market. Yeah, we've got a full field of 12 here. Irish Kisses at $12. Toes on the Nose is our favourite at three ten. Fifty one went up for Un-American, now $34. Cosmic Field, $8. Informate 50 this morning. 280 out to 376 Wednesday resistible. Modern Millie, 750. 17, touch of maybe. We went up 51 here. Good old Stray is a $19 chance. $10 let me rain. Cyan, 126. 23 for Street Candy and 151 for Alistair. Well, the horse that's been really popular uh, is Cosmic Field. Opened up at $11. 850 into $8 this morning. Toes on the nose at a 310. And as I said, touch of maybe. I went up $51 for it. It's now a $17 chance. Interesting. little move there for Touch of Navy, trained by John Bannister. Speed-wise here, I guess the query for Cosmic Field is, is that going to be enough tempo for him? I can't see a lot of speed on paper. Resistible street candy won't be too far away. Irish Kisses is versatile. Maybe from the wide draw they do push the button. And Let Me Rain, as long as there's some, some speed still in the legs there, uh, staying at 1,600 metres, she won't be far away either, Duff. Yeah, look, I... I thought the, the four pillars form uh, was the starting point for the form of this race, and I kept looking at it, and I was I was sort of thinking maybe yeah, resistible presents beautifully at a mile now, and then the more I looked at that toes on the nose run, it was amazing that he stuck on that well. He was wide, 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 no cover the whole fifteen hundred of that race, and he was beaten two point three. And considering circumstances, I think he did a really good job. Mile, big track suits him. Um, I'll lean his way with the power of Nash uh, to stand over him. Uh, be hard to beat, resistible. Just the timing looks right. Third up, a beautiful draw, has speed and ready to go. Of the others, uh, the other one out of that race, Modern Millie, I'll throw in. And the different form 
might be Let Me Rain. She's third up now. She might want 2,000 metres, but uh, she, she's another one. She'll be tough all the way on speed here. Although, um, listening to Nathan this morning, he seems to be um, thinking that my, that Cosmic Field might have the wood on Modern Millie, uh, but, and that, if that's the case, um, that's that form I'm talking about. So it uh, throws a good angle towards mm. Cosmic Field there. Yeah, I'm 5 4 what 9 you, and 2. Yeah, I'm with Resistible here, guys. I just like the setup. Uh, I think she had more upside coming through that four pillars. She was only second up there, had to do a, a bit of work from the gate to find the front, and I do concede she managed to get a bit of a breather in the middle stages, but I think the damage was done to that point. So to be only beaten a length and a half, uh, I thought it was full of merit, that performance. For Cosmic Field, he does bring a different form line into this, and that could prove significant. Uh, he's going to settle out the back, uh, but playing at home, uh, he's going to be hard enough to beat. His last start win was fantastic, wasn't it? You guys have spoken in detail about him getting turned sideways at the top of the straight, yet he still picked himself up and, and hit the line. Nine, let me rain. I think she's trending the right way, as Duff touched on. I don't know whether she's looking for 2,000 metres now, potentially. Uh, but another win is just around the corner for her, and two toes on the nose. It's all about tactics in the early stages, but we'll leave that in the capable hands of Nash Willow, but the gate does look a little bit tricky. Five, four, nine, and two. I've gone nine, five, two, four in race number uh, two. I, I didn't mind... Uh, let me rain. I think uh, it can do something uh, at uh, double figures. Number nine on top for me, race number two. Third race on the program is the Tab Highway Hurls, over 1,600 metres this week. There must be some sort of record too because we're a $2.15 favourite. Absolutely unheard of. Usually a five or a six in front of their uh, names um, with the highways. But uh, he's a copy boy, comes out, just one set the win, believes so. Call me Lewis, Louis, and as him. Uh, no deductions. So we go up the top here, and we've got I'm a True Star, an $18 chance. Uh, we went up 390 rematch. Jeez, we're well back. 240 into 215. Sartre Chicken, we went up 950. It's now into $6. And then most of these other runners have drifted. $12 Sharp Shop. Sky Forger, 16. 41 Echoes of the Mind. Devotion, 14. 26 Lawyers Delight. Rossi's Type of Girl is a $31 chance. Uh, Captain Underpants went up 950. It's out to 15. 201 for Daksha. Like a model, 17. 101 for Discreet Lady. Reet Petite at 11. 71 Magic Pharaoh and Candy Kiss at 201. So, yeah, most of the action obviously is with this favourite. Uh, 390 bet Wednesday. 240 already into 215 this morning. Sate Chicken, the best backed outside of it. Well, your leader looks to be your fourth emergency that's now in the field, Candy Kiss. Sky Forger comes across uh, the race in your South Wales speed map, uh, preempting a change of tactics for barriers one, two, and three. All we ridden much closer. Sade Chicken shouldn't be too far away, just getting a spot in behind the speed here, Duff. I'm, I'm keen on Sade Chicken here. Um, I know he's had a few runs now, but I just don't think he ran 2,000 metres or even 1,800 uh, prior to that. So I think back to a mile here... Um, at Newcastle is ideal for this horse. A little gear change there. I think Matt, uh, maps well, and I suspect he's hard to beat. That Queensland Saturday Metropolitan form has been proven strong in these highways in the past, and I don't think it's a strong highway. $2.15, uh, you'll get better price than that, rematch. He, he, I know he was a beaten 5-1 to one on chance there last start, uh, but um, look, I, I can see he's, he, he's probably got upside, and but a barrier uh, drawn off the track, and yeah, I, yeah, I just I, I think he's a good chance, but he's not a two fifteen chance. Seven sharp shock. It's all about whether he can run the distance, 
and eight Sky Forger. I don't mind. I, I think he's going okay. And the other one I'd include in a trifecta here is Rossi's type of girl. I, don't, I think she's going better than ever. And $31 is worth a spec. 4278, watch number 12. 7, 2, 13, and 17. Sharp shot. Will he get 1,600 metres? Well, we're getting $12 to find out. Oh, that's more than fair enough. So he didn't get a lot of room at Randwick last start. Uh, he's never going to beat the winner, uh, but he probably should have finished closer than two and a half lengths, and that was a benchmark race behind Ningaloo Star. You can go back to his highway run prior to that. That was behind Bandy's Boy, and that's proved to be a really strong form reference. Uh, the trifecta out of the highway last week all came through that Bandy's Boy race. So... If he's ever going to run the mile, I guess he gets the right setup, doesn't he? He's been up for a long time, so fitness, certainly no query. Two rematch, all about the price. Uh, he's a nice horse. His record says as much. Finds Nashula, but a tricky gait and a very skinny quote. Uh, makes me a little bit cautious there. 13, Captain Underpants. What did he beat at the Sunshine Coast? I don't know. Uh, the runner-up has since won, and he did put a, a gap on them late, so... He's an interesting horse and keen to see what the market does with him late. And I'll throw another ruffie into the mix here. If you're going to have a trifecta of first four, include Discreet Lady. $101, but she does have a bit of a history of overperforming when it comes to these highways. And I don't mind the way that she's ticking over. 7, 2, 13, and 17. I uh, love it, uh, Brad. Uh, ruffie in there for fourth. Uh, my selections race three, two, ten, thirteen, and 4. I wondered if I didn't read them out, if it would get the same uproar that when I don't read Darren's tips out, I wonder. Um, no, but you no, make sure no, you Darren's. read your own out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I could get Duff to do it, but he'd probably invoice. <laughs> we are previewing at Newcastle today with Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley. We've been through the first three races on the program and we're up to race number four, sponsored by New Zealand Bloodstock Insurance. Phillies and Mares benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres. Andrew Hurley's got the market. Four for Cindy, the only scratching here, 15 by 13, the deduction. We've got Zoe's Promise, a 7.50 to 9. It's been actually easy since Wednesday because it went up $6. Miss, Missy Moomer, similar story, uh, $6.850 now. Portray, very well back, 3.50 Wednesday, 2.70 this morning. It's all the way into 2.15. Uh, Lech Barty, we went up $26 for it. It's now into 6.50. I'm not sure how long that price lasted. Duff might, might have got a piece of it. 850 and 950 hide your heart. Uh, 21 running bear. Chase my crown 15. 750 fairway star and extra smart 31 in from 51. So some pretty significant uh, fluctuations here, but Petray's now into 215. Wow, we that's sure. 215 for Petray. Well, I guess in her favour, you know exactly where she'll be out in front. And I can't see a lot of pressure. You've got fairway star who's pretty versatile. I think they. Potentially push the button and take a trail across uh, from Petray in the run. Extra smart holds the fence. Zoe's promise won't be too far away, but listening to Chris Lees, they'd be more than happy to take a trail here over 1,400 metres second up. So, yeah, Petray on speed favours, Duff, but $2.15. Too short. Uh, too short at this stage of the morning. Um, yeah, uh, look, she's found a price now, but Lekvade did go up the wrong price, I say. Uh, two trials are great. Um, would have liked a little bit more speed. Thought she was one of the value runners of the day um, before this morning. Uh, I still think uh, she'll run boldly here, uh, Lake Valley. Portrays the danger. Uh, uh, got a nice racing style. Um, hasn't won for a while. Um, won first up two preps back. Uh, well, last prep. Uh, but 
look, three three runs back is solid enough for her, and she does have the racing style for Nash today. Zoe's promise, I still think, looking at her the other day, she might be better third up at the mile rather than second up today. And I'll throw in Fairway Star, who was pretty good um, uh, the other day at Ramwick, uh, running on well. So uh, I'm 5, 3, 1 and 9. Yeah, same numbers for me here. Five, three, one, nine, five. Lekvart. Uh, those double figure odds are long gone. I know we had to take a little deduction there for four for Cindy, but if you shopped at twenty six dollars, and I didn't, unfortunately, uh, you're sitting pretty at the moment. I think it's a lovely setup for her. That is the little caveat. Uh, as Duff touched on, just would have liked to have seen a little bit more speed. We know her goal is to to find her feet and hit the line. Otherwise. 1,400 metres, nice and fresh, dry track, great trials. Uh, yeah, there's a lot in her favour here, and we got the tick-off from Joe Pride this morning to say that she's come back uh, as well as ever. Three, Petray. Uh, I like the setup for her in, in regards that she's fit. Uh, she owns the race from out in front. She finds Nashawilla, and she comes back to her own sex. So she's hard enough to beat, but you're not getting much cream on that price at the moment. $2.15. One, Zoe's Promise. Still might be half a run short. Did have the three trials ahead of her debut, so... Uh, she's building that fitness, or not debut, first up run, uh, and she's more than enough there, so she's building towards something, but her two wins in the past have been over 1,600 metres, so keep that in mind, and nine fairway star, best of the rest, five, three, one, and nine. Yeah, I've thrown it on top, fairway star. Uh, number nine for me, three, five, and two behind her in race number four. Race five at Newcastle is uh, the benchmark 88. It's the Alf Nebone Trans uh, Tasman Trophy. And it's over 18.50 metres. Andrew Hurley's got the market. Deductions here. Arameo, 4x4. Four four. One cent the win, Herman Hesse. Uh, Prometo and head of state, zero deductions. So not too many uh, deductions there overall. We've got 4.20 for King of the Castle. Kamagui or Kamagui is an $11 chance. 100 to 1 for Dreamflight. Pervade, $4 and very solid ever since the opening whistle of the market. $7 Wineglass Bay. Uh, Glenclan is a $71 chance, 23 on a dirty rascal, and I'm in town, 225, opened up at 330. It couldn't have been more impressive, you would have thought, on debut, or on debut in Australia, that is. Yeah, and he's going to own this race from in front again, this horse. I'm in to win Dream Flight. Uh, did show some speed there last time out. Uh, when beaten a long way by Lock Eagle. Uh, whether he pushes the button again, I don't know. Pervade gets a lovely smother just in behind the speed. If there are any chinks in the armour, if I'm in to win late, he'll be right there, ready to pounce. And King of the Castle uh, is the other map horse that should get the right spot here, Duff. Yep, I think the market's got this race right. Um, um, he's top pick, I'm in to win. Uh, you're just gambling on, you know, is he is he, he fit, fit and tough enough for the 18.50 second up? But... Um, with Bayless just pacing him to his liking up front, he's going to be awfully hard to run down on what we saw the other day. And he'd given he'd been given a couple of cup, toughen up trials before, resuming there as well. Pervade is his danger, finds his back, uh, but does he? He has to cart this field up to him, I'd suggest. So, and I think now that he's found form, he'll hold it, Pervade. And then these two. Horses, I don't think there's much between them out of the big dance. Uh, King of the Castle and uh, Carmagoy. Maybe they shouldn't be that far apart in the market, considering Carmagoy had to drag back from that wide draw and make up many, many lengths. But I'm 12.62 and 4. Yeah, 12.624 for me. I'm in to win. Uh, he looks a progressive horse, doesn't he? So straight for the to the front. Catch me if you can. 18.50. Wouldn't think that holds any fears. And... Uh, he ran good time there, so just as impressive to the eye as he was on the clock in his Australian debut. So I think he's a horse you can hitch the wagon to it and follow him through the grade. Six, Pervade. 
got his confidence back. Uh, he's run two starts ago, put the riding on the wall, and he delivered last time out. Uh, he did get the run of the race, but he mapped to get exactly the same run here, and he did win out to 2,100 metres when trained overseas. So 18.50 is a nice progression. Yeah, and then you've got the two from the big dance. Two uh, to beat four, just leaning on getting the map right here, albeit after scratching, so the barrier isn't quite as scary for Kamagai, but... Kemaguay does look to be building towards something, and he was only third up there, so a bit more to come. Don't be surprised to see him flashing home and, and getting himself somewhere in the finish. So 12-6, 2-4. Luke, I'd be disappointed if you're not tipping King of the Castle to beat I'm the Dirty Rascal here. He might be going the other way. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a confession. I mean, can we put my graphics up, please? Uh, is it unprofessional for me to put King of the Castle on top for third and just throw in I'm a dirty rascal just so I can say my numbers here are 12 I'm in to win 6 pervade and then 2 king of the castle to beat I'm a dirty rascal <laughs> oh you're the teddy bear <laughs> I'm just warming up for if they fight, if they fight out the finish stuff <laughs> so that's my selections in race number so can 5 you talk us what, a, through, what a classic can you talk us through the profile of 11 I'm a dirty rascal and why are you putting in for 4th there Luke before we move on I just explained. I just told you why. <laughs> the stable's in form. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might have compromised my profession uh, just for the gag, but uh, I'll tell you what, it, it is quite funny that they they meet, isn't it, in the same race? I think it's uh, fantastic, the naming, you know, when they got here and they think, well, we're going to change its name now. We've had this name for so long. I oh, know, yeah. And uh, the, uh, the Lloyd Nick says, well, just calling the dirty rascal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because if our listeners don't know, um, when I'm a dirty rascal came out to Australia, he was called King, King of, the of the Castle. So we've got King of the Castle here. So what do they decide to do with the name change appropriately? They could I'm, have gone Prince of the Castle, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I'm a dirty <laughs> rascal. Um, so that that'll be a bit of fun later on. Uh, at the very least, we won't go reaching for it in the call. But no, if, no. if they are beside each other. Um, I might just break into yes. tune <laughs> in that race. As we move to the next on the program here at Newcastle, as we get through uh, this meeting, we're up to race number six, and it is the Beaufort uh, for the stayers. Interesting uh, to, to line up some of the better class horses with the big weight, and these horses that probably aren't as well performed, but they, of course, get the weight relief with the handicap. Um, what's the market telling us here, Hurls, in race number six, the Beaufort? Yeah, some handy types in this. Um, Velvet Lady comes out, the only scratching and a zero deduction. The new Marion up top went up six dollars Wednesday and seven fifty this morning. Stockman's eight dollars, eight fifty, and it's been very solid all week. And this is Skylab, eight dollars, five fifty, now five dollars this morning. Torrens thirteen. Stroke of luck has been popular, eight dollars Wednesday, six dollars, now five fifty this morning. Parry Sound at sixteen. Olympic Gaze at 51, 26 Baby Rider. Our favourite is Canberra Legend, but it's soft. 350 Wednesday, it's 480 this morning. 19 Youth Spirit, Angelus $11, in from 26, Dark Dream 23, 151 for Tappy's Lad. And Tapple Doodle Doo is a $51 chance. Well, I'll tell you, the most popular runner here is the locally trained Skylab. Uh, it's into $5, and the way things are going, I think it may even start favourite in front of Canberra Legend, which has been pretty soft. That'd get a cheer out of the locals, wouldn't it? Looks a target race for Sky Lab. Speed-wise, New Merion punches up from Barry 1. Youth Spirit and Dark Dream can both come across. You've got Baby Rider and Torrens who hold positions, and Angelus, there's a decision to be made in the early stages with him, whether they go all the way forward or all the way backed up. 
very, very difficult race. Uh, the hardest by the uh, of the day by far. Um, that lead up of the Rose Hill Cup has done my head in looking at it. Um, it was a funny race. And they just went across the line as a pack, and then you're trying to dissect the better runs, and you can get it completely wrong. Some horses weren't, um, some horses weren't suited by the anchor drop. Some horses took off early. I've ended up thinking that Stockman was the best run in the race because uh, we know he can stay, and he had to do the most work in there in that race. So I know when you look at his SPs, 150s, 100, 60 to one, and 30 to one, you go. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Are we going to click a button and put him back into form? But I think the 2300 helps him. I'll lean his way. Uh, I was, I thought Numerian was a good bet the other day, and he left me flat. I thought he had his chance, but I, I, it, it may bring him on that run. I, uh, he looks actually good odds now, considering he ran favourite in the Craven Plate. He's a little one pace, so the extra distance will suit him. It's a bit of weight, Duff. It's a bit of weight, but, um, yeah, he's he's uh, carried weights all through his most of his career. Canberra legend, I don't know. He wasn't his style of race there. He'll come out of that, hopefully, more the Aussie style of horse. Um, and his overseas performances, uh, you've you got to give him another chance. And Skylab was good running into dead ends late there in that Rose Hill Cup. So I don't know whether that's the form or not, but you'd expect it should be because there's so many of them here. Um, but that's probably why a lot of these other horses are getting uh, support, your Andalus and, and uh, a few others here is with the, that different form um, of the Torrens and, and uh, a couple of others there out of different races. But I'm 219 and 3, but not totally convinced. I was waiting for a little mention there of Torrens, and I've got him on top, uh, four, nine, three, and one. Now there's a bit of Ricky Bobby about Torrens, isn't there? If you ain't first, you're last. So Ricky Bobby. Yeah. So <laughs> he's a type of horse. That... Who is Ricky Bobby? Yeah. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you, you've lost money. Ricky or Bobby? I've lost everyone. Have I? Yeah. No, the movie Ricky. Explain Bobby. yourself, Gray. Ricky Bobby. You know the movie, it's and he's. Google. Yeah, it's the movie where. Uh, I'll Google it. Talladega Nights, is it? Talladega Nights. Just said in the studio. Yeah, exactly right. Will Farrell, you know, the racing car driver. If you're not first or last. Anyway, lost on you guys. I'm sure there's someone out there in the audience that got <laughs> Look, you know what? Maybe one of us. Can I, can I say, you've produced better content um, on this show uh, as far as well, probably that little analogy. Well. <laughs> but He's got some yeah. Ricky Bobby <laughs> bit of Ricky. I'll put that in the call for you today, all right? Yeah, a bit, right bit of Ricky Bobby about Torrent. <laughs> That's right. If you ain't first, you're last. It's one of his, his little... Slogan. Oh, I see. I got you. Okay, and yeah, that's what Torrens is like because if he doesn't win, he runs last. However, if he shows up, Torrens, he can win this race. Now he proved that two years ago. Actually, won the Beaufort. Now his run last start was an absolute ripper. So he f- repeats that through the St Ledger, which has already been proven to be a pretty hot little race. Now the winner broke the track record. Uh, we saw second and third Cleveland and Carlapore. So, yep, as long as he holds that form now five weeks between runs. He has to be in the finish. What do we do with the Rose Hill Gold Cup form? I don't know. Uh, Canberra legend. I want to give him the chance to bounce back. He was hard in the market there, given what he did overseas prior. And he's had to do a lot of work in the early and middle stages. Found himself outside the lead. Still travelled like the winner. And then knocked up that last little bit. Three Skylab. He was the hard luck story in the race. And it looks like a bit of a setup today. Uh, the money says as much anyway. And one new Marion. He's the class runner here. Does have a bit of weight. Barry one helps. Four, nine, three, and one. I'm going with Alicia. Why not? Anything goes here. Anything goes. Andalus. Um, he won a week race last start, but he's, he ties in with Stroke of Luck when they met as 
three-year-olds uh, mm. through that derby. And, I mean, he's well fancied in the market here. So I'm going to have a throw at the stumps with it. 11 on top. Canberra legend. Stroke of luck. Skylab. Numbers 11, 9, 5 and 3 for me in race number 6. We are back with the quaddy legs. And we start with our group features in race number 7. It's the New Zealand Bloodstock three-year-old spring stakes. Uh, group 3 over 1,600 metres. Having a look at the honour roll. Pia Rossa won it last year. Festival dancer. Uh, for Dylan Gibbons, he won it as a, an apprentice. I think that might have been his first group winner. Uh, the Eleonora Asiago, Arameo won it a few years ago. Uh, Astoria, Invincible Gem, uh, Swainesh uh, back in 2014-15. Uh, so uh, that's the honour old Poise here, won it as well uh, a few years uh, ago. How does the market look here, Hells, for race seven? Uh, it looks good. Uh, oh, geez. Heads you lose is the only scratching its uh, zero deduction. Kintai, geez, it's been up a while. Kintai goes around today. It's a six dollar chance. Influential seven fifty out from six fifty. Uh, we've got Invincible Spy four sixty now four forty makes a favourite in a wide open race. Sly Boots at eight fifty fifty one jurisprudence. Metallic Ruler twenty one seventy one dollars. Uncle Harry until Valhalla five dollars into four eighty went up eight dollars. VS is $251. 21 Genzano, just in time, $7. Ma Ali is a $41 chance, and Kind Words, $14. I can tell you that the best back runner here clearly may have impressed the favouritism is Until Valhalla. Yeah, she's a nice filly. She won't be too far away in the run. She found herself in front last time out. That was by default, I would have thought. She uh, did take cover in, on her debut, and I think they'll go back to, to similar here, just tucking in behind the speed. Invincible Spy spears forward. Genzano gets a trail across from Invincible Spy. Uh, Ma Ali holds a position until Valhalla. Just in time, and Metallic Ruler, uh, two other horses that shouldn't have any excuses in the run off. Yeah, interesting race. few angles here that you could take. Um... I want to be with until Valhalla. Um, I'm happy she's, that uh, she's uh, solid in the market. She was great, 1,100 to 1,400 last time. She's in the right yard. A um, little bit of form around her from the first run where the four winners have come out of that race, including her. So I'm with her. I'm wary of Kintyre. He's, it's a beautiful race for him here, as we all know. Uh, the blinkers come off, uh, back to a mile. He's raced against the... You know, the good ones at the group level prior to this, and Gary wouldn't be persevering unless he was doing well in the stable. Uh, Sly Boots, every time I look at him, I'm thinking, hmm, you're going to run well here. Um, if you can if you can run on, you, I'd like, you know, now that he's got to the mile, you could ride him quiet. You don't no use messing with him now. And he's going to be strong late here, and uh, there's a bit to move within that price. Likewise with Kind Words. I think she's a good filly. And uh, she's just got a mile plus written, or well, even though she's by written tycoon, I just think she's looking for ground, and um, she goes in everything as well. Nine, one, four, and fourteen. One, four, nine, and three. Is there still some petrol in the tank for Kintyre? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll only know after the race, but I think there's enough in the price to find out. Six dollars. There was even better than that uh, throughout the week. I think eight dollars at some point, but. You look at the depth of his form, you look at how well placed he is under the set weights conditions, his benchmark uh, compared to the next highest rated runner, he's a 73 and the next highest is a 65, so he sets up nicely here, a bit of a tricky gate, uh, we'll leave that in the hands of Adam Hieronymus, but Kintaro has shown in the past that uh, he can settle just about anywhere in the run, so on his best form he's matching it with the likes of Tom Kitten, Rafatak, 
and end cap. So that's the best form reference here. That's the gamble, though, uh, whether he's still got one more run in him. Forgive me, his spring champion stakes run because he was posted wide, over-raced, and knocked up maybe 2,000 metres, sees him out as well. So one on top, four sly boots. I uh, like the timing about his preparation, 1,300 metres, second up, uh, just found him out. You thought he was going to finish midfield, but that last 100 metres, he really picked himself up and powered through the line. So 1,600 metres now looks to suit until Valhalla. Uh, she is a nice filly going places, that Mogwai form. Uh, was Frank there on Friday night, albeit in a, in a maiden on a Friday night at Canterbury, but uh, she's got a profile of a horse that can skip through the grades. And three, Invincible Spy. I think he's well found, but at least you know where he's going to be in the run. And it was a good win last start. Just don't know where he fits in. One, four, nine, and three. Uh, my thoughts on race number seven, four, 14, three, and one. I've gone with Sly Boots. Uh, I think uh, it'll appreciate the mile today. Mm. Uh, four on top for me. We get to the uh, feature. The Newcastle Herald Hunter, and it's over 1,300 metres. The honour roll for this race, uh, Valana won it last year for Nashra Willa. Hugh Bowman on Loston running two years ago, sweet deal. Uh, Nash has won it tw uh, twice, he rode her there. So he's looking for his third win in the race on board. Marzu and uh, Sabatiano won the inaugural running of uh, the Hunter for James McDonald. Uh, Marzu, what price is he now, Hurls? Yeah, a bit more respectable now. It's uh, a $2.60 quote. So, uh, yeah, the bottom price is probably, well, we get to about two twenty, two thirty. It's just back out to two sixty. I'll just cover off these scratchings and deductions. Valana, zero. The win, one cent the place. Eight by eight, I am me. Straight Acer, zero. Ayrton, zero. Twelve by eleven, far too easy. Mugawa, two by one, and much, much better. Three by three. All right, so Mazu this morning, 310 into 260. 550 to 6-4, King of Sparta. Coal Crusher, 550 to 5, and Solid has been all week. Rustic Steel, 14 to 16. Dark Destroyer, 61. Excellent Proposal, 51. 41, Rocketing by. Sinawan, $41. We've got Opal Ridge, 850 to 9. Uh, Dazran, a 950 chance. 21, Gravina, a military expert at $14. I can tell you, whilst being popular, Marzu, very popular this morning and has been very solid right throughout the trade, has been Opal Ridge. Yeah, maybe to bounce back. Opal Ridge, where's she going to be in the run? I don't know. Uh, do they push the button, potentially? Uh, it looks a little bit tricky on paper, though, because you've got Coal Crusher, who obviously takes up uh, proceedings. Daj Run comes across. Military Expert just dives in behind, and Marzu should be one out, one back, and Gravina won't be too far away either. But Opal Ridge maybe is the, the horse with the question mark over its head here, Duff. Yeah, I agree. Um, decisions to make might be the right race to go forward. I'm not sure. Um, because there's a bit of a tail out the back. If you try and ride a midfield, you you might be you, know, you might be just lumbered there. I'm tipping Cold Crusher just with racing style. Um, I'm not saying he's the best horse in the race, but he's genuine. He's tough. He loves the track and well, he's one of the, one for one at the track and distance. And this is just a sweet spot for him with the blinkers back on, timing, everything tick 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 about him. I think. King of Sparta, if things fall into place for him, it's a race he's been set for and he'll charge home. Mazu, yep, I get everything bar the price. Um, lovely little soft trial Monday. Uh, plenty of excuses of late. And military expert, just gets the right run with no weight on his back and he looks trained up, gelded, blinkers, whatever. 6, 3, 1 and 17. One six seventeen and 3. It's time for Mazu to stand up here. Uh, no more excuses. He's had them all the way through this campaign. Nothing's gone right, but I think everything falls into place here. I know he's got a bit of weight, but 
He's just got a depth of form that none of his rivals can match. He's been matching it against the best sprinters in the country. So very similar profile to Lost and Running a couple of years ago. I'm hoping it's a very similar result. Six, Cole Crusher. He's going to be the horse to chase down. Uh, he sets up quite well. Blinkers on, out in front, does his thing. He was a winner. Uh, over this meeting, or at this meeting, uh, 12 months ago, he won the, the benchmark race that uh, much, much better is in, in the last, and he went straight to the front and completely controlled. So he's going to be hard enough to, to, to crack that last little bit. 17, military expert. Yeah, I think he's the best ruffie in the race, and by some margin here, he's got no weight on his back, returns a gelding, blinkers first time, so they've thrown the kitchen sink at him in terms of getting him ready, and the cherry on top is how well he trialled most recently. So he was given an eagle, but there was a lovely response. So he sets up to at least run up to his best form, and three, King of Sparta. He's going to get a fair way back here, but if the leaders happen to overdo it, he'll be the one that's charging home at the finish. So I'm inclined to keep him safe, albeit uh, he is well found in the market. 1 6, 17, and 3. Yeah, I'm all over him as well, Brad Marzu. I think um, the class runner can do his thing. I know he's got the 59, but I like him. 3 6, 15 behind Marzu. I saw it not so much now that he's that price, but Brad, I saw it as an opportunity. When he was sort of six dollars five fifty, yes, you've got to cop a few deductions now with scratchings. But the only reason he was that price is because of what because of what's on paper. But what's on paper doesn't tell the the full no. story with his form. He's just had no luck. Yeah, there's a perception that he's not going as well as he has been, but we haven't got a chance to see if he is going any good, have we? Uh, he's running the shorts was much no. better than it reads on paper. He got a long way out the back, and his time home was fine. He just had to. Take his medicine from the gate. He missed the premiere uh, with a little setback. He's running the Everest where he got chopped out. Who knows where he would have finished there. And I'm thinking he's running the winners. Maybe he was a little bit underdone, given he wouldn't have got a lot out of those previous performances. So as far as fitness-wise, no excuses today. And his little tick-over trial since uh, was a beauty with Nashville in the saddle. But, I mean, what was wrong with his running the winners? I thought he was outstanding. He was, yep, he was three wide, no cover. The rail was, yeah... Oh, it was a beauty. Uh, Rail was on fire. He's punching the breeze. Uh, what do you make of the gear changes with him, Brad? Uh, I, I see they, they took all the, the pacifiers off for the trial. The nose roll goes on. Um, they're just tinkering with a few things, Team Snowden. Yeah, the nose roll's an interesting one. That's just to help him settle a little bit. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, when Peter and Paul Snowden pull the trigger on a gear change, it's not for nothing, isn't it? Obviously, they've got something in their mind, and I'm happy to trust the team. What does a nose roll do, Duff? Is it just something for them to look their, at? It or? keeps their head down a little bit. You know, some horses get their head up and they're looking in the sky, but yep. it just keeps them down and focused. And they've taken that crossover nose band off him as well, which mm. just some horses just open their mouth. And so I'm, I'm wondering whether that's an indication that they are happy to go forward today. I got a great insight from Tommy Berry. I asked him about the horse, and he said, "Mate, he, when he's in the barriers." He made the mistake when he rode him the first couple of times. He said, I'd, I'd always take my bridge and mm. rein them up when the starter starts to call. But he said, as soon as I did that with Marzu, he started to get Tense really up. excited. Yep. And he wanted, and he missed the kick that day. Yep. So Tommy realised, oh, right, okay. So next time I ride you, I'll just last second take yes. his hold. And he pinged out right. much better. So I wonder yep. if that caught Nash in the trial because he, he didn't jump much chop in the trial he was no. well maybe was Nash just steadied him a little bit as maybe may have just jagged him thinking yeah but just they don't want to do too much with him because it was monday right yes. so you don't yeah. want to have the big hard hard trial and take the edge off him for the yep for yes. there's a fine sense. line yep absolutely um so do we say today if they are going forward is that one you have to tell the stewards or is that just natural um, tactics just ride him how the races run you know like 
I don't know how to approach that one. If, if he gets up there and he's up, up running second or third, people jumping out. We weren't told about that, but I think it's snatched. I think they could understand that. So anyway, leave that to them. I think that, I mean, has there been a notification or preparation that he's going to be ridden quiet? I can't remember. It may have been early on. So yeah. if, if they did that, Excuse me, if they did that, maybe, maybe they'd that, have to. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, I mean, anyone who's done the form on the race knows he's going to be right there today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's logical. Yeah, because he's just been dragging back from bad draws. He's finally got a marble. Yep. Uh, as we move to race number nine today, guys, uh, on this the Hunter meeting. And uh, this is the New Zealand bloodstock Kurt Fernley Legend Mile. Benchmark 78 over 1,600 metres. Andrew Hurley's got the market. Three scratchings here, 8 by 8 Rogue Bear, Iris Kisses at 0, and Western Plump at 2 by 1. Man Behind the Money, 8.50 into 7.50 this morning. Promito, $17, 23 Majorati. Colour Sergeant, 19 to 18. Oakfield Waratah, 6.50 6, back to 6.50. Sweet Mercy, 4.20 into $4, makes the second favourite. 9.50 to $10, Pandano. The Hungarian, 26 to 23, back to 26. And Tavi Time, a very firm favourite this morning. I haven't read the stewards' report for Tavi Time, uh, but I imagine it read like War and Peace. Missed a kick and got more <laughs> checks than a Commonwealth Bank on a Friday afternoon. Fair dinkum. And didn't get out of second gear, so I think a lot of punters have seen that, and it's the favourite. Well, it wasn't an easy watch for those of us checks on. at the Commonwealth Bank. <laughs> Duff, yeah, Duff just yeah. said, do they still take checks at the bank, Hurl? <laughs> yeah, it's probably about 30 years old, that uh, analogy, but uh, yeah, want to freshen up because yeah, I don't think they do. There's no branches anyway. No, it's no Ricky Bobby. No Ricky Bobby <laughs> analogy, buddy. No, shake and bake time. Ricky Bobby, double down. Um, so, Tarby Time. <laughs> yes. He, yes, he should have won first up, long story short, isn't it? So, where does he get to in the run? I don't know. Um, I think they probably have to ride him a little conservatively here, or do they push the button? But the speed looks okay. You've got Major Arty punching up Oakfield, Waratah, uh, Pandano, probably Collar Sergeant to a, a lesser extent here, Dove. So, an interesting race as far as uh, labelling a designated leader. Yeah, true. Um, I think it's, I personally think this, the two. I, uh, I like two horses here. I think Man Behind the Money is really good odds. I'd, in fact, I'm only nervous because he's too good a price. I just think he's just a little query. I'd like to get the tick off to say, no, he's here to run well. He's fit enough, which running him first up a mile tells me that he is. I like the way he worked home nicely in his recent trial. I love these imports, second prep in Australia. Um, he's just got that feel about him. He's got that unspoken feel about him. I'm not saying he's that good, but they usually get better with the Aussie prep under their belt. And he did win a couple of races last preparation. Tarvey time, hard to miss. Um, always the case, the, the unlucky horse. He would have been a better price here if he won that race <laughs> rather than the flashing light that everyone's black booked, thinking everyone's going to miss him. But he's very hard to beat. He, he, he's by Tavistock. They usually train on. Um, he's a nice horse. And then out to Pandano and Sweet Mercy. Uh, but I, I like 1 and 11 here. 1, 11, 9 and 8. 11, 8, 1 and 6 for me. 11, Tavi time. Uh, wasn't a pretty watch there first up. His record speaks for itself. He's a horse that I think will go through the grades. Now, he does have the jump from 14 to 1,600 metres midweek to Saturday, but I do think he's got the quality uh, to overcome those few little obstacles. You go back to what he did last campaign, uh, and he's certainly a horse with, with untapped upside. 8, Sweet Mercy. did a good job there to win the Four Pillars two weeks ago. That's what she's capable of when she runs up to her best. I wouldn't say... 
that this is any harder. Uh, she's going to need a bit of luck at the right time again, but Adam Hieronymus uh, does the steering and he'll just be riding the patient race and, and relying on her turn of foot. The trade-off is you're taking, what, $4 instead of $18 last time out. One man behind the money, keen to see how he, he does return and import in his second campaign. He might need the run first up. The market might tell us there, but he'd run well fresh last time in uh, and he then went right on with it in his first campaign uh, on our shores. So I like his most recent trial and six Oakfield Waratah, the best of the rest. 11, 8, 1 and 6. I've gone 6, 11, 1, 9, 6 on top, Oakfield Waratah. Purely a price thing. Um, I really like him as a horse, Tavi Time, but yeah, just a, a little tight there, uh, particularly at 2.30 now. I think this horse, Oakfield Waratah, raced off the fence there in the, the four pillars uh, when the rails was a, an advantage, had 60, and I thought boxed on well. Race number 10 is the last, and it's the Tab Caraca Millions, benchmark 94, 1,300 metres hurls. And we'll get a market at some stage uh, from Hurls when he yeah, charges in uh, for now. the last year there, Hurls. Beauty, My mate. apologies. Uh, much, much better at 350 in from 360. Makes a favourite this morning. Acquitted at $12. Fender, 750 19 secret plan. Fearson, very solid at $5. Capo Strata, also solid. 480 went up $8 Wednesday. Kabling, 550 14 Marnix and Ita. 41, just those uh, scratchings there. Rubemos, 5 by 6 11 by 10 Zoe's Promise, and Robusto, 7 by 7 Back to couple here, but the favourites at 350 much, much better. You might get a bit of a better price come start time. Yeah, maybe. I think $3.50 is about his mark, though. Uh, he's going to make his own luck. He'll, he'll go forward, he'll control, he'll run along and, and do his thing and prove hard to chase down. Fearson will keep him company from up top. Uh, it's a much kinder gate for Fender here, as opposed to the barn dance, where he's in a, a bit of a tricky predicament, but he'll hold a, a spot from Barry One in Carbling. I, I imagine they're positive from the gate and look to get a trail just in behind Fearson and maybe find that one out, one backed off. Yep, I think the big ghostly grey will get the biggest cheer of the day once he straightens up and kicks here and uh, everyone will be full of soup and on the last favourite. <laughs> it'll be, it'll, uh, they'll it. get a cheer out. They'll get a cheer out at least. He's a popular horse. He loves a fight up front and uh, I've got him top pick. A fender hasn't had a lot of things go his way, um, this preparation. It's a, a race he could do something in here. Uh, Capistrata, the blinkers worked on him last time and acquitted. Uh, Chris gave a little push to this morning, so he goes in in the quaddy as well. One, four, uh, seven and two. One, six, four and seven. I'm with him as well. No pressure on much, much better. Uh, he was great last time out. He just has to hold that form now. So three kilos off and a roper uh, who rode him last time and did a fantastic job. So catch me if you can. Six, Fearson. I think he's trending towards something. He was only second up. Last start when matching motors there in the Golden Cup uh, alongside Grabini. I think that reads quite well for this. He just got chopped out for a run first up behind Airman, so be forgiving of the duck egg in the form guide. Four Fender, uh, he sets up quite well. He, he's been up for a little while now, and he was only fair in the bar dance, but it was always going to be tricky from the gate. So uh, he'll improve, and seven Capo Strata comes here with his tail in the air, uh, being a last start winner. One, six, four, and seven. Eight, one, six, seven for me in the last, uh, coming home with uh, eight. Carbling, I think it maps well. Lightweight, it can uh, run very well in the last. Ron Duffersy, your best. Couple of value plays, or about better odds each way bets are Likvate and Man Behind the Money. Race four, number five, nine, number one. Brad Gray, what's your best? 
Tappy time for me. The price is long gone, but race nine, number 11 for Chris Lee's. Cheers, cheer the locals. And I was going to say the best value is Lekvart as well, but uh, that price is long gone as well, hasn't it? Race four, number five. But I think she sets up really nicely today. She's another grey. Uh, she'll just be biding her time and get last look 1,400 metres nice and fresh. Shake and bake, Bradley. Have a good day. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, Andrew Hurley will stick around for the Melbourne preview. Duff, have a good day. See you on Sky Thoroughbred Central later. Thanks, Luke. Good there luck goes. with the calling today. Thanks, mate. Looking forward to Don't it. Don't be an early rascal. <laughs> no, I won't be, Duff. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the Newcastle preview. Sky Thoroughbred Central's coverage ends now. The uh, coverage of Racing HQ will continue on Sky Sports Radio.